You asked for it. Here it is. It's a podcast from Apathetic Enthusiasm. Coming to you live from tonight's History Channel special, The Battle of Blood Ridge, narrated by Lance Henriksen. Thousands of Bromphalmites lost their lives that day. A sad period indeed, but a great joy for us here on Interdimensional RSS, the unofficial Rick and Morty podcast. Hello, everybody. I'm Travis. Hey, everybody. I am Brandon, and just so happy to see so many deaths in the Gromphalmite way of life. It's one of my that, favorite History Channel it, it's Especially. a time-honored tradition, mm-hmm. you know. Every every time this year we gather around the the cable television and <laughs> and watch watch the seventeen part documentary about the Battle of Blood Ridge. That's right. That's right. And I, I've I've gone to uh, a couple of reenact reenactments down at the local uh, community park. Um, they're really now, great. Now, be honest with me here. Do you just go and watch the reenactments, or have you gotten into the point where you're now? dressing in in period garb and participating in the reenactment i i have not gotten that far yet i've i've thought i've thought about it i'm just trying to really flesh out my my gronfle my backstory to make sure that you know it kind of jibes with the era Um, yeah that's fair yeah it's it's make sure that your lower danglers are all in place (laughs) and 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 ready for ready for participation yeah ah good times good good times times. well welcome welcome unity to yet another episode here we are eight episodes into season five on interdimensional rss the unofficial rick and morty podcast so so happy to have you here to discuss what is questionably a forgettable episode that that may or may not really ever uh be remembered in in the history of of the Rick and Morty fandom but yeah, uh, you yeah. know we'll talk about it anyway it's what we do <laughs> it's uh it's it's who we are uh but welcome welcome if you're if you're new here uh and you want and you want to follow along and and keep up with us on the social internet's there's there's a whole laundry list of ways you can do it and i'm going to read those to you now so you can follow us on twitter at rick and morty pod over on facebook at facebook.com slash rick and morty podcast or follow us on instagram rick and morty podcast you can also send us an email rick and morty podcast at gmail.com we are over on reddit uh brandon just pops up in all kinds of fun conversations over on the rick and morty subreddit rick and morty.reddit.com or you can find us on our subreddit rick and morty podcast.reddit.com uh we also have our own website in case you don't know how to reddit uh, and that's rick and morty pod or rick and morty podcast.com we got them both locking them in that's that's the love right is that right you look you looked really confused for a second like no, i said something wrong no 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 i'm troubleshooting audio as, as we're going on you keep oh. you keep talking you keep talking good, good. <laughs> nothing nothing like doing it live all right speaking of live uh we are live right now at twitch.tv slash apathetic enthusiasm thank you to those of you that are watching along uh say hi in the chat uh, also, you can catch video versions of this podcast over at youtube.com slash apathetic enthusiasm. If you're watching the video on YouTube, hit that like button, subscribe, do all of those fun things, leave a comment, do do all the things. We're so happy that you're here. Finally, in financial news, <laughs> uh, you can get shirts, 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 shirts over at apatheticenthusiasm.com slash shop. That will take you to our T Public page where you can get t-shirts with our faces, Rick Morty's 
rounding the bases, all sorts of all sorts of t-shirts available <laughs> out there. Uh, or you can support us directly, patreon.com slash apathetic enthusiasm, where you can, yes, you can get the very first commentary episode. Brandon and I have been recording commentaries uh, that you can play along with episodes of Rick and Morty. You can get the first one over at patreon.com slash apathetic enthusiasm. Thank you to all the Patreons who support this show. That's right. Brandon. That is right. That is that right. That is it. That's rain. I also want to throw, oh, actually, to take, to strike that all, I'll say this in a later part of the, the show, an unnamed part of the show. Let's not talk about the show, the part of the show that I'm not naming. I'll talk about whatever it is that I want to talk about at that point in time. At that point in time, after they announce what part of the show it is, then I will talk about what I want to talk about. If, oh, I, if okay. I remember what it is that I want to talk about, because I, 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 I've talked around in circles. I, all right. Let us, let us know if you think he's going to remember it, uh, chat. But, uh, <laughs> well, well if, if, if you're ready then, Brandon, would you like to get into the first part of the show? Yeah, sure. <clears throat> Just have to remember what it is. Uh, oh, it's semi-pertinent news. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Sem. Am I? Pertinent. <laughs> news. Sem. I pertinent news. Sem. I pertinent news. Sem. I pertinent news. It's Sem. I pertinent news. Oh, yeah. Sem. I pertinent news. I said Sam. I pertinent news. I said Sam. I pertinent news. I said Sam. I pertinent news. That's how you, that's how you, that's how you do it. That's how we used to do it uh in um uh when when I used to teach cheer in Oh uh, you were a cheer coach. I was I was I was a cheer coach, yeah. Uh for for a semester until they realized I had no qualifications. <laughs> I had never been in cheer in my life. So they they escorted you off campus and now you can't go within fifty feet of the place. I needed a job. It was quick cash. They said, We don't care about your qualifications. Hey, oh, uh, it was. At, we just was need you zoo. to to coach the cheer squad and also teach U.S. history, because uh, <laughs> for for whatever reason, that's uh, weird, right? <laughs> coaches also are often history teachers. It, uh, yeah, welcome, uh, happy back to school, kids. Hope yeah. hope you had a great summer. Shout out to Coach Pehar who taught me U.S. history and was a coach. <laughs> I think for the women's volleyball team. That's how it's how it's done. That's how it's done. Uh, in other semi-pertinent news, um, if you haven't caught the most recent episode of Rick and Morty, for starters, what the heck are you doing here? Yeah, I'm talking to you, Matt. Um, three three weeks off. That that's the big news story right now. No no new episodes until September. What what do you, what do you think, Brandon? What do I think? I think that's a, a surprising turn of events for this series. And for the season, uh, because I mean, I mean, on one hand, it's great, right? Because because I'm going on a on a work trip next week. Yeah, it's very, very, very handy, very, very handy timing wise. Extremely timely. We please do not get it confused. Brandon did not get them to delay <laughs> the new episodes so he could go on a trip. That or that's did, not how this happened. Or did I? I. I may have, I may not have, but I want to keep you in suspense, everybody. <laughs> uh, anyway, so no, I didn't, I didn't do it, but it was so super handy. Um, in the, uh, the, that the fact that it's a two-parter 
whether it's an actual two-parter or it's a they just have two episodes combined into one and like there's like a maybe a soft break and then directly into another new episode right if if they if they do it like that okay but it would be the first time that they show two new episodes in the same day regardless regardless yeah, yeah. of anything and it's it's really interesting because they announced early on 10 episodes they released the titles of all 10 episodes so we were able to speculate about what was happening um so we have we have two episode titles remaining uh the Rick Mari Jack and also forgetting Sarek Mortchel uh <laughs> so i i am really interested if they play them back to back are these going to be episodes that have some sort of connection story-wise i i don't think they would market it as a 1 hour finale if they weren't somehow connected i yeah. feel i feel like if even if it is two separate episodes for the sake of streaming and spotify or not spotify but like hulu and stuff like oh they sell it as two episodes i showing them together in one night feels like it's they got to be connected they got it they got they got it they got to be well you know if, if it's if it's anything like usually the season finale ties into the season premiere of the following season if, sure. if perhaps perhaps it's similar to that and then the next season will just will start anew well I, I say that but like season five just kind of just kind of just started um didn't didn't really have any continuity from the end of season four really i mean if we're really thinking about it but but i'm anyways regardless uh, as far as the this the having to wait that long it's it's a it's a mixed blessing because i it gives us a little bit of a break maybe maybe get some interviews knocked out um but uh, I need to send send an email when we get done here. <laughs> I know, I know, Matt. It will be excited because he's like, okay, cool. We can r- record rounding the bases on Sundays now. Uh, till then, yeah, whatever, whatever. They have a shirt, by the way. We know what we know what the money maker is in this podcast network, <laughs> and it's uh, interdimensional RSS. But it would, but, but it will be pretty cool. Um, in in other in other semi pertinent Rick and Morty news, they finished writing season seven. They saw that you saw this on Twitter, but with uh, user Yay for Zig, uh, right? A bunch of a bunch of the writers in a Zoom call with Shrab and Harmon in like the same room. Yep. Season season seven finished writing. It's 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 in the can. Well, it's not. It's on the page. But this is <laughs> this is really. I mean. <laughs> It's on the page. It's not a can. <laughs> you kill me. Classic. <laughs> no, that was really good. Go ahead and continue your story. Okay. Anyway, um, yeah. So we still have not seen the final episode of season five, and yet here we are, two additional seasons already uh, completely written. It, this, does this give you hope for a shorter break between seasons? What 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 is your expectation level right now? I I don't know. Like the the writing has 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 steamrolled ahead, but at the same time we're getting a three week break so they can prep <laughs> the finale for this season. 
I don't, I don't know. Well, An- you, animation is really hard. I get that. I get that. Animation is hard. Do you see the as the amount of work that goes into an animating a new episode of Rick and Morty? There's just so much stuff going on at all times. I, I think there were there's a couple interviews that we read uh, this this last week. Um, one with one with Royland, and uh, maybe there's one with Harlan uh, Harmon that I that I read recently too. Uh, but it was it was talking about you know, just the, the amount of time that they spent in the writer's room kind of going back and forth and, and, and getting after it now that, uh, now that, uh, now that Harmon is kind of focusing on other things, he's still in there. He's still, you know, putting his touches on, on the writer's room. Uh, but, um, you know, Scott is in there now is kind of like the, the show run, like full timing it. So I think yeah. there's a, a certain level of, uh, efficiency that, that is, is going on now for them to finish the scripts, and then the animation start and then not like change the script as the animation is going on. Um, hopefully there's a little bit more gap there. Hopefully, hopefully. Right. So I think it's pretty cool. That means that we've got at least till uh, the end of season seven for more half, half lore, but like full-time lore stuff. Mm. Um, yeah. That story train is just going to come rolling right through. No more interdimensional cable episodes. No more one-off 30-minute adventures. Nothing but lore and backstory <laughs> from here on out. Lore, lore, lore. That, that That's the strategy they should use is lore, 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 till people get sick of it. And they're like, we just want classic Rick and Morty, no lore Yeah, adventure. let's just get back to season two when it was good. Like, what's with all this lore? <laughs> what's with all this lore? Uh, I want. Speaking of lore... That nothing to do with lore actually head over to our youtube where you can see me use the code rmp15 for 15 percent off of loot crate i do a, i do a, a quick uh loot crate unboxing video that you can check out over on our youtube youtube.com slash apathetic enthusiasm travis edited the video he did a great job of it i edited the audio did a poor job of it and we put it together to come up with a mediocre product, and you yeah. get, you can watch the whole thing. That that level of mediocrity is exactly what you expect <laughs> from anything we put out. Uh, so yeah, you can you can check that out. Um, that was a weird crate because I most of the stuff like had been seen before, yeah. I guess. Yeah. So. <clears throat> yeah, that, yeah, that's that's what that that's that's how Loot Crate does it though. They they send you a previous quarters or previous months crate uh which which is cool right but i I, I think people would like to see what's coming out in the new box that way they can they can be excited about getting the new box you would think you uh, but you know i don't run that business and i don't i don't claim to run that business so anyway yeah and if you did we probably wouldn't have as much time for this this podcast so thank you for not <laughs> for not doing that that's right um, um all right yeah reddit go hmm. back to reddit reddit posts of the week what, oh, do you, yeah. what do you got for us brandon oh yeah reddit posts of the week i don't want to spend too much time on the this reddit post of the week because I, I went through and i looked at what was what was hot this week and it was a bunch of stuff that i felt was either like a rehash of of previous uh previous memes and stuff like that uh there's you know like a picture of like a giant seed and they're like oh look they found we found the mega seeds but uh which you've seen variations of that that picture uh 
and but the but the but the post this week was by a doll maker user doll maker they posted a picture of peter capaldi and it says peter capaldi is a perfect rick and i i think this it has like 14,000 upvotes but in in a handful of reports saying like shit post low effort <laughs> that 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 type of stuff <laughs> yeah um but i think because the suicide squad just came out on friday thursday uh, thursday friday that peter capaldi is is back in the mind's eye so to speak sure and, and people are like oh yeah the, the thinker peter capaldi he would, be, he would be a great rick so he's 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 back in the the reddit spotlight shout out this, shout out to him this screams somebody watching that movie going to the imdb page and being like oh that picture looks kind of like rick from rick and morty i'll just post it over in the subreddit yep okay <laughs> here we go well, I, when I get all that sweet, sweet internet karma, that's I'm, that's what they get. I'm more surprised that it, it wasn't the the spoilery picture of uh, Glorzo. <laughs> that, yeah, that, Glory that, to Glorzo. That's yeah. right. Uh, no, for all you no spoilers. people that have watched Suicide Squad. That's right. All right. Well, uh, let's let's move on from one social media network to the other, and let's talk about the Dan Harmon Social Media Minute. It stands social media. Social media minute. All right. <laughs> All right. Uh, <laughs> All right. If you're following Dan on Instagram, you know that uh, he had some house guests over this last week uh, in the form of a niece and nephew. Uh, I, I, I think these may have been his fiance's, uh, relatives. Yeah. Um, but some really, some really great content over on his Instagram. Uh, but this particular post, uh, is some lined paper that basically says Maya IOU. There's some squiggles, $4. And then it says Dan Harmon and in parentheses, uncle doo. What does this picture mean? You may ask, well, I'm going to read the caption for you. Does anyone here work in financial or legal stuff? I'm in a situation, or maybe I'm not, and I'm overreacting, but I was approached tonight in my kitchen by a five-year-old offering me a choice between three rings or two. Those were absolutely the only two choices I was given. I have witnesses to that. I said two. She gave me two very low-quality plastic rings and said, that will be $4. I offered imaginary cash, and she almost dislodged a tiara, shaking her head. No, four real dollars. I said, I don't have four dollars. That's not technically true. I'm quite wealthy, but none of, none of that's her business. I questioned the good faith of the transaction and didn't bother to bring any of this up. But this is a person that has used several towels and watched a full season of Just Add Magic on Disney Plus in my house, and I never once occurred to me to shake her down for a single penny. But I, <laughs> all right, it's long. It's a, it's, it's a long thing. It's, it's, long. Um, it's long. But it, you, you need to go read it. You need to go read it. You should read the rest. You should read the rest of it. it it's, it, it's, it's basically right. like he needs a lawyer. So, he needs a lawyer so, for this little girl who's trying to shake, shake him down for three rings. Yeah. She, she brings him this IOU and, and here's the thing. I know it's stupid, but I put my name on it. And then she gives me the rings, which I do not want, and handed me the paper and told me to keep it. I said, aren't you supposed <laughs> to keep it? And she said, no, 
you keep it to remind yourself that you owe me $4. I feel very anxious about this. Maybe I shouldn't. Part of me thinks I can just tear this up. I don't think she can force me to pay her. The rings are bad. They're too small for any of my fingers. She has like seven teeth. But I think that's bad for me because she's tooth fairy liquid. And a lot of my equity is tied up in real estate. Uh, oh, oh, Dan. Oh, Dan. Um, getting getting into trouble with those nieces and nephews. Um, but yeah, so there, there you have it. Dan Harmon, Social Media Minute. Uh, lots of fantastic captions on his posts. Follow Dan Harmon at Dan Harmon on Instagram. He doesn't pay us to do this. I don't know why we do this segment. Uh, yeah, there it is. Yeah, Dan Harmon, Social Media Minute. <laughs> I don't I don't know either but it he is He doesn't need the signal boost from us. It is one of those, it's one of those traditional things that we, that we that we've done and we ha- we we haven't stopped doing because I, I don't know we should stop. But yeah, we need to make content. That's you know, it's it's what this show is. All right everybody, that is the semi pertinent news for this week. If you have an interesting Rick and Morty related news story, uh please share that with us at Rick and Morty Pod or Rick and Morty Podcast gmail.com. Uh, that's it. We have so much to talk about. So let's get right into it with the main thing. It's the main thing. <laughs> I to- I told you using pre-recorded music would pay off. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Gosh, I'm, it's it's getting it's it, it got too expensive uh trying to make up my own stuff all the time. Yeah. So really really uh paying that one uh beatboxer down on uh down in, on El Segundo. Really, I was like that was this is the way to go. This way to go. Yep. That's up- that's the way we we reinvest in ourselves. <laughs> Right. I, I held up the phone to him and then he did he did that and then I'm like, this is this is perfect. This is perfect. And I held I held the my headphones to my ear just so I could really get that one that one good sound. Uh and he's like, Now can I have food? <laughs> nah, man, you get you get money. He's like, I don't want money. I want food. It was a sad it's a sad day in Los Angeles. Anyway, hey All right, so this episode <laughs> The main thing, it is the main thing. Uh, we're talking Returnal Friendshine of the Spotless Mort. It aired yesterday for us, uh, August 8th, 2021, written by Albro Lundy, who has written a few other episodes, directed by the great Erica Hayes, who has also directed uh, quite a few episodes and was a storyboard artist uh, for a long time there. Guest stars Nick Richinsky, uh, who who's done a voice of a Gromfl- Gromfl- in the past, uh, and so I, I saw that and I was like, okay, well now we, I know there's gonna be, probably going to be Gromplemites. Uh, Tom Kenny, of course, is, is in this SpongeBob man himself, who is basically a series series regular at this point, old squanch. Yeah. Our bronopsis, Travis, hit hit us with it. Friendship is hard. It's like a journey of the mind, bro. <laughs> very very good. Our synopsis, very succinct. I wish my friends were as good as Rick. <laughs> no, you, I saw you, you type it. I saw you type it. Oh, yeah. Okay. okay. You know, I, I typed that from my phone, Travis. You said you need to get in these show notes and, and start doing stuff. And so I hopped on my phone right away. 
wiped my butt and then I and I started typing. <laughs> Just kidding. I didn't, I didn't. I didn't poop. I didn't poop. I didn't poop this evening. No, maybe maybe after this. The show is still young. <laughs> um, yeah. So obviously, a title reference here from the good old Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. Great movie. Jim Carrey. Uh, I think your wife's in it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So it's yeah, phenomenal, phenomenal film. Phenomenal, phenomenal film. Uh, I mean, let's let let's go ahead and just get this out of the way, Travis. This was. A, an episode that uh, a lot of fans were really, really looking forward to. Uh, it, before the season started, there was there there had been rumors. Folks had said that Harmon claimed there was going to be some some Lord dumps th- this season. This this may have been. I'm I'm not gonna I'm, I'm not gonna put all my eggs in this basket. But this could have been that episode that everybody was waiting for. And and uh, with regards to Lord dump. Uh, what what are, what is what were your initial feelings about uh, about the episode on, upon first watch and upon subsequent rewatches yeah yeah so even even before starting the episode um as a, a little spoiled right uh, about the potential premise for this um a lot of the creators who we follow on twitter Really hype in this episode, really uh, Ryan Elder talking on on Twitter about how excited he was for fans to see this episode. Then there were some little sneaks in the scenes from next week that that hinted at what might happen in this episode. And you can kind of catch a glimpse of Bird Person's like platform that he's on in, in the background of one of those. So I had a pretty high level of confidence from from a week before that this was probably going to be a bird person episode and I was excited but that also meant that this was definitely going to be lore heavy this was going to be the serialized story continuity that so many fans have been clamoring for pretty much all season uh and and I'm cool with that I I think there have been some really great episodes in the past that helped to tell this bigger multi-season arcing story and uh yeah so i I was excited for it and after seeing the episode i thought it i thought it was good i think i think it's a great episode for sure and i think it develops rick as a character more than maybe we've seen in in a long time Mm -hmm. and 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 kind of helps him seem a little bit more vulnerable when he usually has a pretty harsh external shell uh and and doesn't seem to let too many people in and uh yeah i i i don't if i'm if i'm being completely honest think it was quite as funny as some of the other episodes that we've gotten this season but that wasn't the driving force behind it there were still some great laughs in this episode but it was definitely driven more by action and a lot of I don't want to say exposition, but it, it was it was very much like here is a bunch of backstory that fans have been wanting to see. We're giving it all to you, twenty two minutes or less. I don't know what did you think. Yeah, yeah, you said you said a lot of things in there that I wanted to to comment on or or kind of amplify, and I, I forget I forget most of them, <laughs> uh, but because I think like we talk about the 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 amount of lore lore that we got 
previous episodes, I, I can't, I can't think right now of an episode that was purely about getting flashed, getting, getting information. You normally, like we, we learn stuff about Rick and we learn stuff about more. We, we learn stuff about these characters kind of like in, in spurts, like little, little, little tidbits, little bits, little bits of, of information, not in, not a complete episode. Even, even the things that we learn eventually, we learn from the context of the present. Uh, so um, you, you talk about like evil, evil Morty in season one, coming back in season three, become, become president Morty. That, that is taking place in the present. We're not learning about stuff in the past. Um, even like, even like, like if you talk about the Mr. Nimbus episode with him, like dropping, like, oh, what happened to Kyle or whatever? Like that, that's, if that is actual lore, for as an example, sure. Sure. it's taking place in the present. The stuff mm-hmm. with Space Beth, all that happens now. This episode uses the idea of a person's memories and, and interacting with a person's memory in order to tell us, go do like a, a flashback episode to have an actual Rick and Morty flashback episode without having it kind of be cheap, a <laughs> cheap flashback episode. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they they certainly could have been a lot more lazy about it and just been like, Oh, let me go through these files or let me, let me, let me look up all these memory backups, almost like a Morty's mind blowers to a degree right but instead they they go almost like early season one uh scary terry type you know let's enter in it you know i i would have loved it actually if they'd use the same device in some way that they used to incept golden fold and that uh that that'd have been a great callback but he he has some weird iv system which which still is inceptiony in in its in its uh (laughs) use but yeah and so he actually travels through those memories and i think that's a much more rick and morty way of sharing that same information while still raising the level of sci-fi craziness uh in this episode yeah for for sure for sure the the other thing i wanted to comment on uh you talk about rick's vulnerability uh that has been seen more than once in this season as well uh, with uh with the mortiplicity episode we we talked at length about that at least i did about whereas there didn't seem to be a whole lot of theme what i really liked about it was there was character building without the actual like without the actual character of rick uh to right. to focus on we like there were actions being taken by a version of rick and he came to he he came to grow as a character which gave us the viewer insight into the actual rick's character yeah no, and and I think, I mean, even going back to season four, they are really, you know, re recrafting who Rick is and adding more depth as as the show goes on. But this is this this was really, I think, a next level when when we talk about the friendship of Bird Person and Rick, and I. I save maybe for morty and and maybe beth this is this is probably the closest relationship that rick has allowed himself to have since since the show started how how did how did you feel about sort of this exploration into 
the friendship between Bird Person and Rick and 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 how you know Rick perceived the friendship and and what he was willing to go through to to pres- preserve it. Yeah, I I, I think them going back and and looking at the the origins of the the Rick and Bird Person friendship uh was they needed to do that in order for us to see that that Rick does have the capacity to care about people and just in the in the way of going to try to save his his best friend that 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 it's not a it's not a selfish thing like he he saw himself in the past uh and then start regretting things that he's that he's done the way he's treated his friend uh and then kind of come to terms with that in order to in order to save save his friend um and uh i, I you know I, I think we all have friends that we have different friendships with 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 folks i'm closer to some people than i am, am to others uh the, this is a this is a friendship of of opportunity right there's there's no there's no love here yeah uh, no this is i mean this is almost strictly a business partnership if if that if if that if that and failing failing business partnership yeah we are losing so much money and uh, really the only thing keeping me tied to you is is the the bank liens <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That's right. Don't forget to go to patreon.com slash apathetic enthusiasm. Use the code RMP15. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, like, so, so, friend, we have different types of friends. Um, and, you know, I go, I go back to the season two finale when uh, Rick is starting to do his speech at that bird person's wedding about being best friends. And then Squanch crumples up <laughs> or he, he throws his friendship ba- bracelet on the, on the table. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we we have friends and they've affected us over the years um and uh yeah i I, that relationship is just very interesting because they both want something different and they even though they're both idealistic one has revenge on his on his mind and the other person just wants wants a friend um ultimately and and i think bird person's memory even realizes that what did, what did you think about um and you know this is we we talk about the battle of blood ridge we you and I have been talking about the battle of blood ridge for what over 4 years now is that is that right yeah. uh yeah, February, we, we, February 5th 2017 we talked about on episode 4 of this podcast the battle of blood ridge gosh that was so long ago that was <laughs> that was an entire uh presidential term ago oh, uh, wow hindsight am i right anyway um yeah so we get an opportunity finally to witness the battle of blood ridge which has been referenced in the past episodes it's it's one of those things that you know about from rick's past but you never have real concrete context and now here it is. We get to see the battle take place against the Gronflamite army. It's 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 epic. The scale is huge. I, they they do a great job. Again, uh, direction from from Erica in this one is, you know, top notch. Great great job. But the the scene uh, where they're working together and uh, and doing that like spinning 
guns over each other's shoulders type move. Uh, that's that's one of my favorite bits. But um, that all culminates in a successful victory. But Rick looks at it as as a bit of a a, a defeat in because that's a, that's a point when he loses uh, a little bit of that friendship with Bird Person. They they there is a little bit more reality injected into the situation where Rick wants to go explore the galaxies. He feels like that battle doesn't really matter. And to bird person, this, this is exactly what matters. This, this fight is what matters. Um, and they have a bit of a falling out. How, how did you feel about the way that scene was, was delivered on screen? Uh, I, 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 I wonder because he he's what thirty five or something. Rick is at at that point in time, yeah. and then he 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 disappears for a while. So clearly, at at some point in between that point uh, and when we first meet Bird Person, he is he has rekindled a, some kind of friendship with with him. Uh, right. The the Galactic Federation is still around at that point in time, so it's not it's not as if Bird Person had complete finished the war. Uh, yeah, so. So I, I I wonder about what happens in between that point in time because it doesn't really feel like a falling out so much as it's just like bird person's like all right he there goes Rick yeah. he's he's going away he's he's go he's go 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 shoot your green circle on something <laughs> and and disappear yeah, he, for he, for who knows how long he, he he's he's pouting about it and so it, it's 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 only it's like a one sided fallout it's same thing when when Rick gets pissed off at anybody. Eventually, he comes crawling back because he doesn't really have anybody. Yeah, that's true. Which, you know, another another lore dump here, right? Uh, one of the one of the big reveal. Should we get into big reveals? I don't know. Do you want to talk about more about well, friendship or? Yeah, well, I, I I just I really like the idea uh, in this episode, not just about the the friendship and and kind of what we how we perceive others versus how they perceive us. Uh, that's 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 a kind of context of friendship, sure. but also about the whole Tamantha thing. <laughs> I just I call her to I will I'm not going to call her Tammy anymore. She's Tamantha. The whole th- the whole thing with her at the end of the episode when uh, he's in the sanctuary, the bird the bird person sanctuary, and then you know she uh, like oh of course like I'm a spy, and I was like yeah you, we know you are. It's like well. Okay, um, but at least he remembers me as being nice, right? Uh, right? And then, and then at the very end, uh, where right before they fly up and and uh, to get out of Bird Person's head, you know, she tells him that she always loved him, right? Now that's now that those are his memories, uh, as Albert Lundy mentions in the uh, inside the episode. There's no way of knowing if that's true because Tammy is is actually dead, but yeah. but for Bird Person. That is that is true, and that's his his perception of who he thought that person really was. Uh, aside from all the the Federation stuff, that's who she was at the end, and that allows him to grow and get over her and move on uh, from from Tammy to Mantha. Uh, and e- so, even even if she is evil and ends up. <laughs> you know, ultimately being the one that killed him. Well, so, well, yeah. that, that's that's what I write right in here in the, the show notes. It's it's romanticizing our relationships. It's it's looking at the best of. I'm, I'm pulling a Travis with my my vocal fry here. <laughs> with, you find the best of. You remember the best of your friendships, 
and you remember you 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 don't focus so much on, on the negative stuff. And even even sometimes if there was negative stuff, you don't you, it, it it's it's not as important. I, I look I'm I'm back in California now, as as you know, Travis. Uh, and so I have a, I have a lot of connections and and friends that have been around here, uh, friends that I've, I've lost touch with over over the years, and and uh, a couple of friends. I'm not going to say who they were they are, but I used to be really close with them, and then I then I left and I tried to maintain contact, uh, and then then they just which it's separated. It's just separated, and so yeah. then I, I look back on that friendship. And for a long time, I was like, it was good. Like we're all, we're all, we're all so close. We're all so, I, I love them. And, and they, you know, they, they love me. Uh, but then the time passes and you're like, well, maybe that was just my, that was, that was my perspective of, of that, that friendship. That wasn't their perspective of the friendship. Um, it's a Yeah. Whole- but you also have to give credit to the fact that a friendship can be genuine at a, in a season yeah and then you know we kind of we we grow we evolve yeah. we don't necessarily think any less of of those people we sure. just have to record on mondays now <laughs> so and that and that's why my my friendship with you will always be romanticized yeah at least platonically for, for, at least for 100 episodes <laughs> and then and then a hard hard break yeah we already did 100 um, episodes of this so we're no 100 episodes of the show oh yeah we're gonna we're gonna do like 500 episodes of this two year two year break before <laughs> season six buddy. buddy um all right for all of you fans that have been clamoring uh let's talk about some of the big reveals from this episode because there certainly were several um first first off we we get to see pretty early on how and where Rick and Bird Person actually meet. It's uh it's with some sort of like Burning Man, some sort of alien Burning Man concert. Rick is yeah. is giving out free hits on some alien substance and uh and offers some to Bird Person, who we find out uh his his culture uh considers names to be like cages. Uh, so his friends just call him bird person. Uh, and, and, uh, and yeah, and that's how they meet. And then very quickly, it sort of jumps through a series of scenes, sort of seeing the progression of their friendship from bird person, helping Rick to fight off some, some other dimensional Ricks. Uh, and then quickly a, a team coming together to, to plan that battle of blood Ridge, uh, which is where, Rick meets the memory Rick and then they kind of team up to help save bird person. Um, I, I don't know anything, anything from those scenes, like grab at you. I, I, I felt like all of it was pretty much like, cool. Yeah, this is, this is context, but none of that was like super earth shattering to me. No, not, not, not nothing was, was, was super earth shattering. they, we, the first time we see them them shooting guns at other Ricks, uh, Rick talks about this is it's a revenge mission, <laughs> you know, like just shoot, yeah. shoot just shoot at the guys who look like me with sci fi haircuts. Um, so that there you know there's a little there's a little background for for that, and we let's keep season three in in mind. Uh, the 
the the whole idea of the Szechuan sauce and and the the formulated memories that Rick used to trick the Gromphomite into eventually letting him out. That there that there is probably some truth in in those moments, even though they said sure. they were lying. Right? Sure. Um, sure. So so yeah. So that that brings up the the first one, right? Which is that Rick's original Beth is dead, and therefore the original Morty and Summer don't exist either because, because Rick is, is a, is a creepy, is a creepy, Oh, you moved in, you moved into one of our abandoned Beth's house. Yeah. Yeah. Which is, I don't know. It's weird because like, okay, so, so obviously this show has infinite possibilities, infinite, infinite dimensions. Yeah. There's going to be probably a lot of areas or a lot of timelines where Beth dies or she, whatever Rick's wife happened to Rick's wife. Maybe that happens to Beth as well. We don't know. We, but yeah, obviously there's other timelines where Beth grows up. Beth exists. The, the fact that this Beth, the Beth that we know in the show uh, has memories of Rick basically abandoning her and then coming back a long time later like, I don't know, it's interesting that she just, like, accepts that this is her dad, even though we've seen in the show that the Beth <laughs> on the show is not the original Beth from, from like, the pilot, right? This is this is already a new Smith family, I think, twice over. Yeah. Uh, and only maybe the Morty from the, uh, the, the original season uh, has, has remained. Yes. Yeah. That's that's right. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, All right. Well, I don't. Was there a was there a question there? <laughs> no. There's no. No. There's no question. Oh. I just. Yeah. Beth's dead. Beth. This is, this isn't her Beth. <laughs> Beth, uh, Beth, but, Beth. Beth is dead. Yeah. I I don't know. I. I think that's kind of like like people in the the post show discussion on the subreddit were were really excited about this. Like, oh, Rick's original Beth is dead. Okay. I. I guess that explains uh, maybe why he was gone for a long time or something. But the reality is, like, this Rick has has never really, like, gone out searching for the, the original family unit, right, that, that he had. Um, he's, he's looking for a, a version of his family that he can sort of latch on to and build these relationships with. Um, it does bring up a a thought to me that like his wife, there's gotta be some dimensions out there where she exists, right? Like, yeah, that it stands to reason that, that that she's somewhere like there's some version where she lives unless that is some core piece of the Rick and Morty, you know, universe where in every timeline, Rick loses, you know, his wife. And so then it, it creates the Rick that we, that we end up with. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Like uh, uh, what, what we'll learn in season seven, <laughs> season 12, yeah. season 12 is, is, yeah, you're, you're right that there is a, uh, in, in, regardless of infinite universes, there's, there's still a, a core 
or a catalyst that that makes things happen the way things happen or that uh uh if, for for example like all the citadel of ricks that that they're all they're all there ricks are universally assholes with the exception of maybe doofus rick but um but there there there's there's some key moment in in every uh being's existence that is that is similar uh, and, and, may, and maybe and maybe the, the pathways are a little bit different, um, but it still gets them to the, the kind of same end point. But that there can still be singular singularities. I don't think that's right. Where uh, like single instances still of very very unique circumstances that yeah. that create uh, certain beings, like a like a Morty Prime, the one true Morty. <laughs> that's Rick, right, Rick Prime. Right. So. Um, the the other the other bit of of lore that we, that we get here is that bird person and Tammy had a child um and bec- and because it's a repressed memory we know that is it is it is true plus the plus the after scenes it's it's sure. obvious that it's sure. it's Tammy's <laughs> so so bird daughter exists she's she is canon uh she is locked up in a prison somewhere and uh, bird person has to go and do that parenting that that Rick tries to avoid. Uh, so he's going to see Rick when he sees him. But uh, yeah, I I don't know. Do you? I I think this opens up a new sort of storyline where we can see Bird Person again with some sort of maybe he goes and frees his daughter apart from the show and then and then we meet up with him there maybe he has to recruit rick or something to to free her lots lots of lots of options there uh i i care not to speculate any further <laughs> on, on how on how they'll utilize that that new character but yeah. uh she's she's a fighter that's for sure no they they you, you ever think it's counterproductive to put all the violent ones together i messed that line up i i mess up right. i'm not i'm not good with quotes what, what do you want from me it's best yeah. not to think about it. I, I think I think it would I think it would be cool. Uh, it open up, opens up uh, kind of narrative possibilities of of what it's like to co-parent. So like Bird Person, Rick and Morty, like on on and Bird Daughter on the same adventure, uh, like a My Two Dads situation he, with 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 Rick Bird Person and the kid. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, three three men and a Bird Daughter. So yeah, yeah. Like, maybe you add Morty to the mix, right? And he's like, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it could 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 be good. I uh, would love to see a scene where the bird daughter picks on Morty, <laughs> even even though she's far younger. I think I think that could play really well. Dan, be, go ahead and give us a call whenever whenever you need um, every, some more ideas. Yeah, yeah, a a, 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 a toast uh, pop tarts box full of ideas. Yeah, exactly. Um. They, they, they. You mentioned it earlier. Tamantha, big reveal. Her full name. Stupid. It's dumb. <laughs> Moving on. Um, we we got a little bit of context with Gearhead and his much cooler older brother, Gear Dude, uh, <laughs> who was just bringing it to the Gronflamites uh, at Blood Ridge. Uh, when I when I saw this character the first time, I was like, "Wow, Gearhead looks like way cooler." What happened? And then <laughs> yeah, yeah. and then they add that context uh, later on, and I, I just think it's a great way to be like, "Yeah, this is why he was in our circle." Like it's it's not because we liked hanging out with him, it's it's <laughs> it's because we owed it to him, 
right? Yeah, I I, I thought I thought that was I thought that was great having having gear gearhead gear dude in there. Rest in peace, gear dude. Miss it with that badass minigun that he had. There's there's a couple there's a couple of things they're not big reveals but I want to I want to throw them in, out there. Uh, Scary Terry Foles and I talked ahead of time. I talked to you about this. I was like, okay, what's the over under before the episode? I, before I saw the production credits, before I saw anything, I just knew that uh, Bird Person was you know based off of the the uh, like the cold open. I knew yeah. that he was going to be in the episode. I was like, okay, now that we know that, what what are the over unders that we're going to see? Uh, Squanchy, Gearhead, uh, the Flesh Curtains. Uh, I didn't call Blood Ridge, um, but I was like, and and Gronflamites. What are what's the over under that we're gonna to see uh, see those things? And then we saw all of them. We even saw we even saw the Flesh Curtains live. For those who don't know, the Flesh Curtains are is the the band name for Rick Birdperson and, and Squanchy. Uh, so, so throw, so throw that. I was like, cool. Like we did it, which, which isn't a problem I have with the episode, but it's, it's, uh, you know, it's like that, that's what, that's what I expect from a Lord dump. That story train is <laughs> that, coming into the station. That story, that story, that story train. And, uh, you know, like the, the nonconformist in me is like, I I knew that a lot of people were going to love this episode, and it is it is a great it is a great episode. But this is it, this is like the episode that they were kind of, it, they were trying to avoid, I think, for a long time. Yeah, and then yeah. and almost feel like they they compromised in a way that felt true and real to them that that felt like they weren't compromising. Uh, and because we led up into this episode with so so many folks like really wanting a lore heavy episode like oh, we need canon we need we need serialization yeah. yeah there there's a part of me that's like oh we gave it to them well and and one <laughs> of the things that this show does extremely well is feeding you nuggets of that serialization throughout a series of episodes without having to make an entire episode dedicated to that right and i think there are also terrific one-off episodes that have no bigger context in 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 the bigger story of the show they're just really creative or funny adventures that they they get in they get out and it's it's just fun right um that's the part to me where I didn't fully understand some of the criticism from from some fans this season where I was like, yeah, like some of these episodes are just going to be fun and they can sprinkle in that continuity and and I'm happy with it. This episode goes all in on backstory and continuity and almost like to a degree where they they don't have time to get in as many gags. We usually list favorite bits there. Our list is significantly shorter this week <laughs> yeah. because there are there are some great bits in here, but it's it is much more driven by let's get this story out there, let's tell the fans like the history of Bird Person and Rick, and I think I think this the pendulum is swinging a little too far the other way in the in this episode. So still a great episode, still in good episode range, but I. I think this is almost too much. And and for the fans that are like, this is what I want Rick and Morty <laughs> to be. 
I I disagree. I'm sorry. I I, I think uh, give me a classic Rick and Morty adventure that has no bigger meaning. And if it's if it's fun, I'm I'm here for it as well. I I, li- I like both episodes, but um, I I I think this show would suffer if every episode was this lore heavy and and serialized. Yeah, e- even talking about uh, going back to Rick Lannis mix up. Uh, people they kind of use that as a uh, a template for like that was a that was a lore heavy episode. Um, like no, it wasn't wasn't really. I didn't I didn't I didn't think it was like it, it yeah no it, I it, because that that episode doesn't affect the Rick that we're following now. Like it, it yeah it's it, it's a side it is a side story. It's an Elseworlds tale, but but of, it has evil Morty in it. It has evil Morty. The first time we see evil Morty. Uh, it was like, oh, there's this character, and then we don't see him again for three, <laughs> for two more seasons. Yeah. Uh, as 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 an example of of things like, I don't think this is really what you, or, or you, you didn't fall in love with this type of episode because this episode didn't exist in the entire series run until right now. Um, so this this can't be what you fell in love with with for Rick and Morty because, with the exception of of I would say, uh. And it, I, I say this, but even I d- disagree with myself a little bit. The season four finale, uh, with all the 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 Tammy and Bird person kind of closure, yeah, right, yeah, yeah. But, but that's that's still that's still like that was that was fan servicey a little bit, but it was still pushing the narrative forward. This is yeah. this doesn't push the narrative forward. This gives us a a snapshot a snapshot in time. And does nothing for for the plot other than to give us the, the characterization of Rick that he does in fact love people. He just shows it very, and, and it brings Bird Person back as Bird Person as the character that he was early on, and uh, allows the writers to use that character in in, in future episodes. And and had, they've they've reunited the friendship even though it's slightly tainted, right? Because, because Rick used the knowledge of, of the daughter to his advantage. So did you, um, did you, did you, I, 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 I've watched it three times trying to, trying to pinpoint the, the moment that that feels true, that, that little bit, did you, did you get that sense that he was withholding it intentionally to save his, his ass? I I I never got that impression watching the show, but I can, you know, we talk about friendship and perception and how people, you know, perceive information. I can see how, you know, Rick shows up, he has a whole conversation trying to convince Bird Person to to live and and to move on. And it's not until he has, like he has definitively said bird person's definitively said like i died on my wedding day i'm just waiting to like catch up with that 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 rick pulls out the baby card and says well hey here's the deal you have something worth living for he could have the moment he tackles him be like hey you have a baby i just found out this information like this might be important to you he does withhold that information until he has a strategic advantage to use it. Um, 
or he's just hyper focused on trying to get his friend back. And then he's like, oh, yeah, by the way, I found out you have a kid. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So but Rick doesn't deny it in the garage. Right. Like he doesn't he doesn't deny that he he saved that information for when it when he could use it. So, you know, classic Rick, he's he <laughs> is fallible. He, he makes enough. mistakes. Fair enough. Yeah. How many times do they say fair enough in this episode? I feel like they said it. I feel like they said it like six or seven, 20, maybe a hundred times. They, 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 he definitely says it twice. He says fair enough to bird person. And then, uh, then when he goes into his own brain to get young Rick, young Rick says fair enough. They both say fair enough in the span of, of, of two minutes. Uh, very easy. Yeah, I that what is something that, what, I did not notice. What does that mean? What does that mean? We should uh, our next episode in the off season. Fair enough gonna, episode. Title it fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> the, yeah. The, yeah. What does that mean? Episode. Uh, other random callbacks in this episode. They do use the mind blowers gun yeah. uh, and, and, and manipulate its usage to help uh, leapfrog through memories. I, I thought that was great. Um. Yeah, I I don't know. You want to talk about some favorite bits? You have any favorite bits from this episode? Yeah, let, let's let's knock some favorite bits out real real quick. Squanch Squanchy's open mic night. Oh, uh, when, when they got that squanch and it is really squanching, and then 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 the crowd starts booing him. Uh, <laughs> and, and 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 then Rick, clean cut Rick. Is like, oh, I'm a memory. Oh no, you mean I didn't have to sit through the stand up again? <laughs> yeah, yeah. That realization is uh is is classic. So I <laughs> I honestly this isn't a comedic bit per se, but the the super artsy bit at the very beginning when when Rick enters, you know, bird person's subconscious and is like diving through the bird skull and then lands like on the egg and then the egg turns in or the yolk turns into bird person's face. All of that stuff. I just love when they really uh, get super creative with the uh, environments and things that and, and I don't know, it kind of reminds you of when they went through that wormhole with uh, on the Whirly Durly episode. And uh, yeah, so I just I just love when they get really Almost, almost too creative uh, with, with some of that stuff. I, I thought it was really well done. That's right. That's right. Uh, sorry, I'm not. I'm just doing my job and loving it. Those gr- those gronfalmites being being huge jerks. Well, in that in that that same scene, what I really liked is uh, it, it's showing Bird Person's memory and and where his tragic backstory comes from. And in in the background, in one of the alleys, it, it says what like. Uh, Damn it! I, I meant to capture exactly what it says on one of the buildings. It's like Tragic Backstory Academy or something like that. Oh, Ch- yeah. Childhood Tragic Backstory Academy or something like that. Uh, I, I just love that that was in the background. The train station was was, was PTSD station, uh, yep. which which yep. took him to Rick's Vietnam. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Your values are skewed, or your whatever whatever he says. I uh I really liked um uh when uh bird person's interpretation uh f- of a retort to Rick is nibble my cloaca. Uh everybody knows what a cloaca is. Right. Uh it's it's the one opening that birds have for uh for all of their business. Uh <laughs> so 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 that was that was pretty good. Um, and then bird person remembering the plumbus in Rick's garage. That was 
uh, a great opportunity to remind people plumbuses exist. Everyone has a plumbus in their home uh, and, and, and often in their memories. So, yeah, I, th- I thought that was great. Um, I will... I will. I don't know. Do you have any other favorite bits? Did I miss any? No, no. I, I, I think that's it. I think you're going to talk about the, the this your your this part your best part here in a second. So, so we have a section in our show notes called best and worst parts. Uh, I have a worst part for sure, and that's uh, Rick's AI in the garage. Rick's garage. <laughs> um, for, for the most part, I like the character. I like how they utilize it, but there is one scene where the ai is explaining bird person's condition and talking about how there's like an item missing subject's mind like where's it and then like i i don't know if it's because it has to be done in sort of this like you know siri voice type situation but the delivery of of everything that it's saying confused the heck out of me (laughs) the first two or three times and i really had to like think about what they were saying and think about the context because it goes from talking about bird person to talking about itself and trying to appease Rick and trying to do self-preservation. So I don't know that that one scene just kind of kept messing with my head over and over again. Yeah. I don't know. Did you have a a best part or a worst part? (laughs) I I want, I want, I want to say as far as that AI is concerned yet, completely man i'm like i'm like right there with you on on the on the confusion because the first time i watched it I'm like okay tom bird person person but then it talked about sucking dick <laughs> like wait what but how, how that how that come up? so am i am i am i understanding this correctly it didn't want to die so it was looking for power in order to survive and in order to do that it needed a new best friend in the random guy walking past to bring solar supplies and and battery chargers Yes. Is, is yes. that is so, that is that the joke? <laughs> I mean, yes, That's that is that is what little B plot we got in this episode is the garage's attempt to at self-preservation uh thinking that Rick may not make it out alive and therefore using the random neighbor to try and engineer <laughs> uh, you know, some sort of power supply to to live on indefinitely. Um hilarious. We're all Marvel fans. <laughs> <laughs> that, that 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 part that part was good. That's how easy it is to make friends sometimes. How superficial superficially easy it is to make friends sometimes. I mean that that's how friendships start though, right? It's like, yeah. you know, like you you like Lost, I like Lost. Oh, you, let's make a podcast 5 years <laughs> later. Catan, you like play Settlers of Catan. I've never played. I like playing board games. And then, then sure cool. enough, let's play every week for a year. <laughs> oh, great! Well, so that so that is that is the episode. I think I don't I don't. I'm sure there's there's lots more that we could talk about sure, with it, but sure. but we're not we're not going to because we're already past the hour mark. But uh, what I, yeah, we are. What what I will say is that I did I did like the episode. It is a good episode. I really wonder uh how the next two episodes slash the series the season finale will be in september uh but we are interested in hearing what you think as well so make sure that you go over to rick and morty pod on twitter rick and morty podcast at gmail.com or rick and morty podcast at, on instagram let us know what you think oh, oh rick and morty podcast at gmail. i said that already whatever send us messages send us everything ask us your questions 
uh, we'd, we'd love to hear it and uh, we love to interact. So uh, got that going for you too. And speaking of interacting, Travis, we have a segment called listeners suggestions and short outs and oh, got that air horn. <laughs> it's it's uh, on full blast over there. I can, I can hear it. What let's sell it. Let's celebrate something, Travis. Let's celebrate a new Patreon subscriber. <laughs> Yay. Uh, thank you, CM47, for joining the Patreon. Appreciate your support. Uh, I, I think they were very explicit. Just just give me a shout out on the podcast. They, 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 uh, please, please enjoy all of the additional things available at, at patreon.com. Uh, also, a, a special short out this week uh, from the Twitch chat. Blue Tiger 202530. Thank you for joining us on Twitch this week. Uh, they they say they've uh, been a long time listener, first time uh, watching us live, and uh, they they said they wondered uh, they've long wondered what Brandon looks like when he makes the sound effects. They are not disappointed. Uh, <laughs> so so thank you for joining us live on Twitch. We appreciate you being here. Uh, and and that's about gonna do it, folks. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, three week break does not mean we are off the hook. So make sure that you are subscribed to this podcast so you can catch the next episode with whatever we do. Um, hopefully that's an interview or we'll, we'll just talk about something. Uh, but yeah, we, we will have another episode and, uh, yeah, it's time for us to go do the Twitch exclusive podcast post show. Uh, if you want to be part of that post show, join us Monday nights, around nine uh, best thing to do is follow us on twitch so that you get notified when we go live uh we're gonna go hang out with you guys but until next week i'm travis and i'm brandon thank you so much for listening thank you, thank you for listening